Hello and welcome to our second mini-pod about the NFL Draft 2021 that's about to come. Uh, with me, obviously, Ed King. And today, Eddie, we are talking some receivers. Um, we've both been looking into the top about seven, eight guys, seeing what they've got to offer. Um, obviously, there's a lot of hype going on. There's no combines just now. There, a lot of the things is up in the air. Um, so we'll give you guys a quick overview of what we think about the guys. They're like two, three minutes per guy, nothing too strenuous. Um, Eddie, shall we get straight into it, mate, with Jamar Chase? Yeah, fine. Um, yeah. So Jamar Chase is, I'd, I want to say the consensus number one, but my number one. Uh, I watched um, LSU against Alabama last year and uh, fell in love with the man. I thought he was incredible. <laughs> um, and since then, I've been on the hype. So uh, he's six foot one, 210, 11 pounds. So good size, good build. Um, uh, so the size already translates well to the NFL, I'd say. Uh, his, I think his biggest strengths, uh, what I've noticed, are his like run after the catch ability for a guy that big he shouldn't be able to uh, be as agile as he is how quick he is with the ball in his hands um and you kind of associate that with smaller guys like Debo Samuel and like all these kind of guys but he's got that about him uh the other thing he's got that's really got going for him is his release I don't know if you've caught much of it but his release off the line with use of hands feet he can send he can send guys going left and right uh, his route looks decent, not as good as the two, uh, say not as good as the two Bama boys, but it's it's pretty good. Um, and his ability to catch in traffic is phenomenal, like absolutely phenomenal. Um, I wouldn't say he's the fastest guy. I think he'd probably run if if there was a forty, he probably would run about four, four five, four four five, something like that. Um, which is fine. Like it's, I think it's fine. It's, it's pretty good with the size he's got. Um. I would say if do you think if if he was drafted last year for me he would have gone number one uh, he would have gone ahead of Jerry Judy Henry Ruggs yeah he's uh, all those guys so um, I th- I think he's I think he's got I think he's got everything uh, and the the biggest positive for me with him is I think he can go into any team and make them better I think with a lot of the other guys they need to have some schematic fits um, and then they'll be pretty good but with him I think. Like he could go and walk into the New York Jets tomorrow and he'd make them better. He could walk into any team, really. Uh, he's just an out-and-out receiver. And, and my comp for him was Michael Thomas. He's that kind of guy. I know you hate Michael Thomas. But <laughs> <laughs> um, I think he's that kind of guy. He's not, he's not lightning quick, but he's quick enough. He's got a uh, good, decent right running. He's got great release. He's got good hands. Uh, and yeah, I'm in. I'm all in. Hall of Fame. Do it right now. <laughs> yeah, I'd agree with pretty much everything you're saying. The only, my only concern was maybe the the, the speed just um, isn't isn't quite there, but he's able to make enough 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 yards after the catch, and doesn't seem to hinder him on tape. So I don't really see that being a being a huge issue. And it's not like he's you know it's not like he's four four nine or four four seven. He's still yeah. he's still a fast human mm. being. So um, I think Do he's. Think- yeah, I do think it's more like Devonte Adams kind of pace. Like it's not lightning. Adams is probably a bit quicker, but um, he's I a bit shiftier. Yeah, yeah. But that's that's what I've got on him. Uh, I think uh, I think that one of the comps I saw, which was very apt, was like um, before the catch, he's like like Allen Robinson, Julio Jones type, and after the catch, he's like Debo Samuel, Debo yeah, and Curtis Samuel, like these guys who. 
they can beat players with agility and change of pace and everything. So uh, that's what I had in Jamar Chase. So anything else from you, or shall we move on to the rebound points? No, I think he's pretty much consensus number one now. Um, maybe Smith was was closer to one um, a month or so ago, but the more the process goes on, he seems to distinguish himself as number one. And for all the reasons you just said, I think he's I think he's got pretty much everything to be a, an elite NFL wide receiver. And there's not a huge amount to to say more on that, really. Yeah, on you go, mate. Let's so, see what have you got on the Bama boys. So the next two, this is where things start getting a little bit harder. You've got, we'll start with Jaden Wardle. Everybody's, I mean, it's, it's nip and tuck between them. People mocking them to go in, in the top 10, probably, you know, eight eight or nine between Wardle and, and Devonta Smith. Um, but we'll start with Wardle, 5'10", 182 pounds. It's worth saying they're both kind of this, a bit of a hybrid shape. They're, they're not like the quintessential wide receiver um, from what you'd expect. Wardle, he's, he's, he's fast, really fast. Great twitch, um, difficult to pin on the press, amazing ball skills. Um, again, competitive catches. He, he showed um, he showed real skill there. The the main knock on him is is the number of snaps. I think he's it's only something like nine hundred. I think he's nine hundred and seventy one career snaps. He's he's been injured, sort of broken ankle. Um, you know, durability is going to be a big question, and 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 if you're going to be spending a top ten pick on a on a wide receiver, you know, with with, with such limited uh, sample size, it's going to be hard. On the flip side, from what you saw from him, he he he, you know, he arguably could have been one of the best wide receivers to come out of Alabama for the last few seasons, including the great stick him out uh, last season. So it's, it's high praise for him, but I would be very concerned about uh, injury history and limited snaps. Again, size 5'10", number one wide receiver, 5'10", yeah. uh, it's, it's concerning. Well, that's the sure. thing. I think he's one of those guys, isn't he? I think he's a scheme that fits him. I think he can't be the, you know, he can't be a chase that plays on, on the outside. And uh, I had a really, I, I wrote in my notes here, I was like, he's the, he's the type of guy, like, it's just boomer bust, right? For every Tyree Kill there's uh, John Ross, and you just don't know which one he's going to be. Um, These guys, they're, they're, he's exactly the exact thing. You've got it spot on there, the Tyreek Hill. I mean, if Tyreek Hill wasn't in the in the league or hadn't been a thing, some of these guys wouldn't be anywhere near the top. Uh, yeah, yeah. All those teams top. are chasing uh, that out in yeah, speed, yeah. aren't they? Henry and Ruggs going at 10 or 11 last year, absolute travesty. Yeah, um, I mean, this. I think I think Waddle's a better a better receiver. I think he's he's fast. He's He's got the twitch and he's, he's a better receiver. But I would be, yeah, it is boom or bust very much on him. He's a huge upside. But injuries are, I'm all, you know, always concerned about injuries, injury histories. And he's really struggled to stay on the field um, over the last few seasons. So concerns there, but he's a talent. I've, I've found it hard to evaluate him uh, entirely. Um, but We'll see. We'll see. We'll see how that one goes. Where, where would you? So let's send these guys. So obviously, uh, I didn't do Jamar Chase, but I, I think I'd be surprised if he doesn't go to Cincinnati. Just with Joe Burrow there, they played at LSU together at five overall. I'd be shocked if he doesn't go there. It's a dream, um, yeah, dream fit. Yeah. yeah. Where would you? Where could you see a decent fit for Waddle? <sighs> That's a question. That's a question. Uh, you know, I can see him. he'll probably go. About ten, nine, ten, I would imagine. Yeah. Um, you know, it depends on the movement for quarterbacks in, in there. But 
Because I, I quite like I quite like Panthers, but then they need a QB. Yeah, but so that's I, that, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so, so yeah. I don't I don't really know. I, I tell you what, if Jalen Waddle ends up at if he somehow ends up at the Niners with Shanahan, he'd be incredible with Brandon Ayuk there already, Debo Samuel, like all these hybrid little guys who can do stuff. Um, I just don't want him to basically end up in a place where they expect him to play as a number one because I think he'll really struggle. Yeah. Um, yeah. But on the flip side, I mean, you're taking somebody in the top 10, you need a number one wide receiver. You know, arguably, if you're taking somebody in the first round, you need the potential to be a number yeah. one wide receiver. So, you know, that, you just don't see, you just don't, you just don't see the speed. Like, with that build in the NFL, you're not going to be a number one. You just aren't. No, most likely not. Um, and that, that brings me perfectly on to yeah. my next, uh, my next man, Devonta Smith. And it's, it's, it's the build, it's the question. But let's put that to, to one side at the moment. He's, he's 6'1", but he's, he's 170. And he, he looks all at 170. He looks more <laughs> like a 150, to be honest. But um, 23 touchdowns last year. I mean, I was just watching the Ohio State game uh, that they, they played to uh, Alabama. And, and it was it was ludicrous. The man was, was, was humiliating um, <laughs> the opposition. His ball skills, route running... Um, when I was looking into the receivers from last year from Alabama, he, he he was the one that kept jumping out. He was the man I was thinking, this guy, he, he's got it. Um, and he's continued that this year. Uh, contested catches again, just just highlight reel after highlight reel. Um, that being said, the big question is, is the size, is this is the frame? It's it's so it's so unique. You know, I, I think I've got a little bit of PTSD from from the Hollywood Brown. He's he's a, he's a bit of a different. He's, he's a different size and he's a different type of player. He's a better receiver than Hollywood is, but it's the same kind of concerns. You know, physical cornerbacks, uh, when they've played him in, in college, have have dominated him. Um, I could see somebody like Jimmy Smith for the Ravens being able to, to cause him problems, jamming him at the line, those kind of guys. Um, that would be my, my concern. Again, if you're going to be taking him in the top 10, you need, you need a number one. And I don't know if he can be that number one. But, you know, Marvin Harrison was a, a bit of a different size. He's not quite the same frame, but he's the same kind of, high, you know, a hybrid shape. And it does pay off once in a, in a generation. But the question is, is, is Devonta Smith going to be the once in a generation or is he going to be the next Hollywood Brown where he struggles to, yeah. he struggles with the physicality and he struggles with injuries. And I'd, again, uh, from what I've seen, amazing, amazing player. Top ten, I would be very concerned. Again, I would I would have the same a similar type of concern as as Jalen Waddle. That is this guy going to be able to translate to be a, a two number one receiver on the outside? Um, we'll yeah, see. that's that's my biggest concern with both of these guys. And I, I I agree with you. I think if you're getting a receiver at top ten with the with the way the position is, where you can get talent like DK Metcalf and AJ Brown, all these guys, Michael Thomas in the second round. You get the guy at top 10 if you believe that this guy is generational, incredible, Julio Jones at number two, whoever he was, like that kind of, that yeah. kind of ability. And I think Jamar Chase is the only one that has that upside. In this um, so I, I don't know. I really hope that as a Jets fan that they don't look at, look at, even look at those two, other two. Um, but yeah, it's, I don't, I don't really know that. Uh, how, where they're going to go. I think if they get a good fit, though, I really do think if they get a good schematic fit, I think they could be phenomenal. But I, I honestly worry that some teams going to see the stats, going to see they're fast, get them in their team. Kind of like the, what the Raiders did last year with Henry Ruggs, got him in. And um, 
uh, Nelson Aguilar was more effective. Yeah. <laughs> like, like that's, yeah. that's when you know. Um, when CD Lamb was probably a better shout for more like a Jamar Chase kind of build and stuff. Um, yeah, so should we, should we move on then? Should we move on to the... So, I mean, that's the pretty much consensus top three, right? And, yeah. Um, I think they're maybe in a league of their own um, draft-wise. There might be a little bit of a gap to the next few. Um, uh, still first round grade, so should we, is it Bateman next? Yeah, we'll go is, Bateman, yeah. We'll go Bateman. So, uh, Rashad... Bateman. Uh, so he went to Minnesota, six foot two, two ten. So pretty good size, I'd say. Um, last, uh, I don't really look at the 2020 season because of COVID and stuff is a bit all over the place. So his, his 2019 season, he played 760 snaps. Um, most of them were out wide, and he like had, I think it was like 1,200 yards, uh, 20 yards per catch, 11 touchdowns, so pretty solid stats. The one thing that's noticeable about his season last year with the COVID hit season and stuff, he played, I think, half or more than half of his snaps from the slot, which is, again, with the guy of that build, you wouldn't, wouldn't really expect it, but it shows that he's got something about him that he can play in there. So the stuff I've got from him watching some of his game tape is that he's, he's not the quickest. So he's... Yeah. He's like, uh, I think he's probably like a 4-5 kind of run. I think he'd run 4-5, 4-5-5, which is, it's okay. Like it's not it's not slow, but it's not exactly going to beat anyone over the top. Um, his, the things he's got going for him, his release, I think, is probably one of the best in this class. Uh, his ability to, to get off press, um, just beat people with his hands, with his feet. Um, and he's got really, really good catch in traffic. So... Uh, I think I've watched a few clips. He's got two, three people around him. He's got a corner on him, a safety over him, and he just comes out with the ball. Um, it's honestly incredible. Um, I think with him, the issue is obviously everyone's going to look at his speed, and I think that's why he's going to fall down in the draft. But I think he could be a bit of a steal at the, at the lower end of the first round or upper second, depending on how far he falls, if he goes that far, because... Uh, if you, I don't know if you've read many articles on him, but everyone says he's got amazing attitude, like incredible attitude. He's always trains hard, works hard. And some of the issues he's got maybe with his route running is something if you've got the right attitude, you can learn. And we've seen that with DK Metcalf. He came out of college only knowing how to run a streak, essentially. And he's become one of uh, one of the, I don't know, standout uh, receivers uh, last year. I have him as like, a, again, Michael Thomas... Devonte Adams style receiver, maybe Keenan Allen, like Keenan Allen, yeah. yeah, that's what the PFF guys have him as. Yeah, Keenan Allen is what the comp they've got. I think, I think about that. Yeah, that that sums him up perfectly. I think he could be really, really good. Um, yeah, I think he'd be an absolute steal if he can get away from his um, little pace issue. But it's annoying because you don't know. Uh, like you just don't know because there's no forty yard dash. I think he's one of the guys that could probably benefit from a forty. Um, but yeah, I, I think I think it's spot on. I think I think this, if the Ravens if the Ravens were going to take a receiver, being biased, he would be the man I'd, I'd want to go for. Yeah, he's a, he's exactly the kind of guy you need. He needs, yeah. he, he he partners a speedster in a team. Yeah. I think perfectly. You get I a think, guy who takes the top off, and you got this guy running intermediate routes or a red zone threat. That's that's what you need. I think the the. The thing about receiving the receivers in the draft and the thing about the draft process, I, I think Richard Bateman's probably the second best receiver, but 
he doesn't yeah. have that pace. So yeah, 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 you know yeah, now nowadays it's 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 all about the tools and the physical traits, and then you know you, it's almost like being a good receiver nowadays isn't the most important thing. It's just being fast and and having that twitch, that big playmaking ability. Um, I think they've, they've forgotten a little bit along the way that you actually need to be a decent wide receiver. Um, yeah, I, I think, think the release is the biggest. I don't, I think if you. Could, if it's notable your release isn't that good at college level, you're really going to struggle at NFL. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I think that's what Jamar Chase has got. That's what Bateman's got is they've already shown they can win at college level comfortably. Whereas the guys like Jalen Waddle and Devontae Smith don't really win on the line of scrimmage as much as just their out and out pace that wins them, wins them, you know, the, um, uh, the duels, if that makes sense. So, yeah. Obviously, we're much better route running, but I think that could be a benefit. It wouldn't shock me in two years down the line that we're saying that Bateman's the second best receiver out of this class. I mean, that's why, if you look at Justin Jefferson, he went fourth off the board last year, but he had those physical tools, he had the release ability and everything, and he's what well, he was the best receiver out of that rookie class last year. So yeah, he was, he was uh, my man. He was my man coming out. Was he actually, nice. Ceedee Lamb was my man. He let me down horribly. So, but hey, Dak Prescott went down. So, yeah. um. Yeah, I think that's why I've gone Bateman, to be honest. Have you got anything else? Yeah, no, I think I was really excited. Uh, I ended up doing, I know he was your man to cover, but I ended up looking at him <laughs> for a lot over some of the uh, some of the other guys. I just think he's, um, uh, he's, 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 I think you're right. I think we'll be looking at him as, as, as yeah, if not the best or the second best. I just think he's got the abilities already. He seems like quite a polished player and he's got yeah. the attitude and that's the best part. He's got the attitude to, 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 to continue the improvement Um I could see him being being pretty special. Pretty yeah, I think sure. it's just a case of um, again, I'd say it doesn't matter what scheme he goes in with that build and those skill set. He can basically be a there's a wide receiver they call it or X receiver, the number one receiver essentially. He could be that for any yeah. team in any system. So yeah, that's what I have. And yeah, as I said, late first Ravens could really do with him. I don't know if you go receiver again after the woes you've had with Hollywood Brown and Nebrishard Perryman in the first, but. Mm, yeah, I don't, know. I don't know. We won't go into that, but I'm sure it would be pleasant if we could if we could get him. Let's move on then. Who's your boy next? Um, let's move on to. I'll go into Kadarius Tony. Yeah, he's um, yeah, he's kind of predicted late first, early second, six foot, um, 193 pounds, playing for Florida, um, the Gators last year. Um, the last couple of seasons, some of the highlights. I don't know if you checked this guy out. I, I don't think I've ever seen some highlights. The, the way he was moving, he looked, he looked <laughs> like he was made of rubber. He was just like <laughs> slithering between tackles. Some of the cuts were were brutal. Um, uh, yeah, rare speed, burst, everything. Honestly, it was, it was it was phenomenal to watch the 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 highlights. Um, even in in game in game, his his route running. Not not that polished, but the 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 burst and the uh, you know and the shift the, the shiftiness was unbelievable. He was mostly used as a kind of a, a gadget a gadget player, um, which will be the knock on him. Um, that being said, he's got great hands. Um, I think he had like 32 missed tackles forced on on 80 catches or something like that. Um, and he's had success against big teams, Alabama. Um, the questions will be a little bit injury prone. I mean, so my, I almost blew out my knee watching this guy doing <laughs> cuts. Uh, it was it was brutal. 
Um, but yeah, he's had injury concerns. Um, the knock will be the underneath stuff, the gadget plays, route running. Again, questions pretty unpolished. Um, but I could see this guy again, like you've you've touched on as well, the the, the system he falls into. But if you put this guy with the 49ers, I could see something pretty special. He's yeah. he just needs to be schemed in, get the ball in his hands, and he can he can make things happen. Is he a number one one receiver? Probably not. He's probably always going to be in that kind of a, an elite slot player, number two um, complementary piece. Uh, I think he could. I think he could make somebody immediately better playing in that in that role. I'm pretty excited to to see where he goes. Um, but yeah, a good fit is what I hope him. I don't want him to to fester at some some team where he's going to be put out out wide and expected to go and beat. <laughs> um, go and beat number one corners. So um, yeah, I think if he slipped into the second, somebody could get a, you know a high pick in the second could get a, a great player. But you always see these reruns on the receiver, and probably he'll end up in late first round, um, late first round player. But yeah, un- unbelievable. If you get a chance, watch his, watch some of his highlights. Yeah. And they're, they're revolting. Uh, so the thing, the thing with them, I think is um, I think people are overrating him a bit. So as I said, his highlights are incredible. I've seen a couple of clips. I'm not seeing in detail. Um, I think people are overrating him in a sense that, as you just pointed out, second round pick, early second, late first is probably where he should go for the skill set he's got. But uh, people are talking about him as maybe a top 16 pick, top 18 yeah, pick, yeah, and I'm like, that's just not like he's not he's not got the he's got really good acceleration and agility. But top, his actual yeah, top, top speed, speed yeah. is, is a bit questionable. Uh, and that's what I would say with him is I think that might hold him back. But as I said, gadget player, incredible. And a fit that I just thought of now, imagine lining him up in the slot next to Devontae Adams at the Packers mm. with the way LeFleur is playing schematically. I mean, Valdez Gatling is all right, but like this guy, this guy can take that team to a different level. You put Lazard at one side, Adams on another, and put Rod, uh, put him in the middle. I, I think that that would, like that kind of fit would be incredible for him. Um, yeah. I think he needs to be a number two or number three in a team, uh, and I think he'll do wonders. Uh, great production, and it's it's one of those things where you can um, the guy in the slot can basically help Devonte Adams because you can't just leave you, you can't leave him one on one or play like soft coverage or something because he'll just kill you all day um so i think definitely i think i can see him a team like that and he'd be incredible i think we'll be talking about him as one of the best receivers if he goes there um come next year but um the thing i would say is and it moves me on to my guy rondell moore which is next uh so uh big rondell five foot nine 180 good good <laughs> good child build he's got there um, um and he's he's kind of a similar player to Tony, so he's um, yeah. they're both uh, it's like similar skill set. Uh, they're quick, they're agile, good run after catch, uh, really good release, good route running, all the all the guy, all the things you want from a, a slot receiver essentially. Uh, I think the PFF guys, yeah, they have him compared to Steve Smith, which I think is a uh, I I don't have I don't know if I agree with that. I, I didn't Steve see Smith, that. Huh? I didn't Can't. see it. No, I didn't see no. that bit. Me neither. I, I think he's too small to, to be like a yeah. Steve. I think Steve Smith was. Steve Smith played out wide. He played one on one outside, whereas I don't think he could play out wide. Um, 
the th- issue with him is obviously injuries. He's uh, he's played 140 snaps in the last two years uh, in each season. Uh, in 2018 season, he played 688. So uh, the, going off that, he scored quite a lot of touchdowns, 1,200 yards. But you've got to question a guy with that kind of build getting injured that much in college. You come into the NFL, much bigger hits. Uh, is it really worth it, that's going to be his knock. That's why he's going to be dropping down the boards, I think. Um, but, I mean, I put it to you, I, I, I mentioned this because they are such similar players. Like, would you take, if you had the option, would you take Tony at 22 overall or this guy at 45 overall, Ed? Yeah, I mean, that was, yeah, that's one of the big points. I think I think there's plenty of these guys, and you'll see them as we go through them, but there's quite a lot of these slot guys. And that's, that's, gonna, that's why I would be reluctant to take take probably either of these guys because the further you go down the board they're, they're quite abundant and if you're going to use them as gadget players some, if you're picking somebody in the first round like Tony would be you, you, I don't think you're getting enough change for him because I think Moore maybe you know both Moors will go on to the other one as well um, would be an option I probably would lean towards I think I think Tony's he is a cut above um, Moore in terms of being an elite athlete I think he's just something a little bit special that I would probably be, be more comfortable taking him than kind of a high second on, mm-hmm. on more because those injuries would be would be scary with that frame to me uh, yeah I, I would be I would be scared away from that it is just like it's him like these two and as you said uh, a couple of guys coming down that they are identical players there's so many of these guys in this draft that I feel like that's going to be like you just don't get Tony in the top 20 for me for that reason I just, I just, I know, he, I know he looks good, but if you've got a need at another position, you go get that, and you can get one of these guys in the third, fourth round. That obviously will not perform as well as Tony, but you can coach him up to utilize the skill set they've got, if you know what I mean. Yeah. No, um, I, I agree. Yeah. Um, I agree. Well, on you go, mate. What have you got? Go, last, last, last guy. I think. I'll go. I'll move on to Elijah, Elijah Moore. Elijah um, Moore. Similar. Similar, he's 5'10", 185, but I actually had him as a Steve Smith comparison. This is this is a grown man playing ball. This is a grown <laughs> man. He's tough, tough as nails. I love the way he played. I watched quite a lot of his um, his game tape. They had him down as a faster Cole Beasley, and if there's a perfect <laughs> NFL player, I don't know what a faster Cole Beasley is, but I know I want him on my team. That's, that's a dream combination. He's great hands. He had two drops all year. Um, 18 tackles, broken. He mostly played in the slot, um, and it seems likely to me that that would be the translation. But if I if I had an option here between the three players we've just spoken about, and and Moore sat there, poor, he will be a second round. He won't go in the first. I would be jumping at this again, being biased for the Ravens. This guy fits the bill. Having watched Steve Smith for the last two seasons, it's not it's not a more exciting player in my opinion to to watch. Just Stiff arming grown men to the floor, and this, Are you this off guy. the Willie Sneed hype then? I'm off the Willie Sneed hype. I don't think I've ever <laughs> on the Willie Sneed hype. Um, but Willie Sneed can't play forever. This, this guy, I think. We, the problem is we've got a couple of these kind of gadget players. But yeah. For any any team, I think I think he could be something an elite slot player in the second round. He would be somebody I would be looking. Um, I would be looking at. For, for for teams like the Colts, for example, they'd be gasping for a guy like this. Um, yeah. I could really see him being a difference maker. He'll come in and make an instant impact for that. I'm, I'm sure. I don't think the question will be can he make it as a number one. And he played a few snaps and he he actually did okay. 
the PFF guys and a, a few other guys on online were kind of leaning towards that. You know, he's worth a punt if you get a second round guy who can be an elite slot player, and then you know there's a chance you can move him to the outside. I think people are sleeping on him a little bit. I think yeah. he's the best of the Moors, and I think he's even even better than than than, than Tony as well. Good injury history. Um, there was one knock. I don't know if you've seen. Uh, the game against Mississippi State, he had uh, a touchdown celebration, a game tying touchdown celebration where he did some sort of urinating celebration. <laughs> and he got a 15 yard penalty and they missed the kick and lost the game. Uh, that was criminal. That is criminal. That is criminal, but that's I, what I like that. The, I like yeah, it, yeah. I like that, I like that I like about him. He's got some, he's, he's definitely, he's a grown man. He's a grown man playing ball. I liked him a lot. Uh, um, keeping an eye on him. Before we go on to our little, uh, what's it called, uh, rogue picks that we believe in, um, I wanted to ask you, with these three slot guys, essentially, that we've just mentioned, and people like Juju Smith-Schuster, I think, who's still a free agent, if you're a team with a bit of... Has he, has he been signed? We signed for the, um, oh, is he? the Steelers oh, for about $5 million, uh, oh. pay cut. What well, I'll ask probably still stands. Would you, how would you rate these guys and then and a rookie contract with a second round pick over a guy like Juju who you've seen kind of do stuff in the slot already? Um, where, where would you see the value? I think this is where the value is in, in, in these second round guys because you know, even Juju, you know, you're gonna have to, you have to pay slot a lot as well. You know, the, the, no receiver comes cheap if they're gonna play on your, on your roster. When you compare them to other positions, the value of a of a receiver, a number two, or a slot in in three, or you know a hybrid role, they are valuable. I mean, Carl Uzcheck's getting paid. He's getting paid <laughs> and He's playing fullback. If you're an offensive weapon, you're going to get paid big money. And I think the value is there on some of these guys. You know, I would be reluctant to go out and pay pay Juju. Um, you know the money that he, you know, he did take a pay cut, but he was in the market for 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 twelve mil, uh, you know, a year. Those kind of values. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I think you get somebody here for for you know three three uh-huh. plus years who can give you that for for pretty much free. Uh, and I think some of the, I think all three of these guys will come in and make an instant impact. It's just yeah. you've got you've got to give up that high second and and possibly a first, and and that's where it's, the balance becomes: is it, is it too rich? For, yeah. for what you get but considering the, the financial value of uh, these kind of players I think it's, it's well worth having a punt on, on these yeah. kind of high second late first yeah well we've got you've got two minutes mate. make a case for your 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 darts that you would throw that you, you believe in this one this one's rogue this one's rogue yeah. uh, Simi Fahoko <laughs> I don't even know how to say his name properly but this guy, he's six four. He got he's down as two twenty, but he's probably more closer to two thirty pounds. He's running a forty, a four four three nines, mid mid four threes, and he's he's six four, two two thirty, two twenty. They've got him down going probably the fourth round. He he's a bit of a strange character. He's like a Mormon, and he took two years off to go and do some church thing in Korea, um, but. He he he's he's raw. He's as raw as yeah. he's as raw as a a, a steak. He <laughs> he 
pretty much runs in a straight line. The, the route running's not there, but you know he's just got that that DK that that Chase Claypool about him. The size, the catches. He had a few concentration drops, but I think you could iron that out. He's the kind of guy the third or fourth round you take a punt on, and 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 if you're even if you're just running him in, in go routes, you know you saw how much you know Chase Claypool calls problems. He's big, he's fast, uh, and he could be a red zone target. Uh, you know, he seemed like a great guy. You know, he's into his, he's from Stanford. He's a clever boy. He's into his church. He's going to be a good, he's going to be a good guy around the locker room. Bring him in. <laughs> Have a punt on the lad. Have a punt. Nice, big I like Simi. it. Big I like it. I've not watched much of it. I watched some of his stuff after. Um, so mine was Seth Williams. I talked about it. Uh, I love how we've, we didn't coordinate this, but we've gone for the similar kind of builds <laughs> um, with our darts. Uh, Seth Williams, so he's 6'3", 2'11". <laughs> Um, That's child numbers. That is child That's numbers. Child numbers compared to at least six four. <laughs> um, he's got, unlike your boy though, he can actually run a few routes. Um, yeah, and he's got really good release. Really, the thing with him is his speed on tape looks great, but he's never been measured. So people are saying he could be a four five or a four three five kind of guy. Obviously, if he's a four five, he's going to drop right down in the draft boards. If it's four three eight, which people say he might be, I think he'll do a solid job. Oh, I watch some of his clips honestly he's got he's out there mossing people left right and center um the the pats boy stidham he made him look like a decent qb that's how good he was um yeah i think his route running is okay it can it can it can get a bit better um and i obviously like compared like you did to chase claypool that kind of build but also like dj chark he's got he's got that yeah. he's got that thing about it with the route running and uh, release good, good can go up and get it as well i I think this guy's got it. He's got it. He's he's gonna go third round and he's gonna be Hall of Fame with Jamar Chase. <laughs> that, it, it's, it's happening. I've already called it. But that's my dart. Seth Williams. Look out for the name. Probably a day two pick, but maybe a day. Yeah, definitely a day two pick. Actually, he's not going in the first round. There's no chance. Uh, I think a day two pick round. I would I would think someone. I think a team's gonna take a shot at him late second, early third. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think so. I think he's yeah, that's why I've got him. But I think that's all for receivers. Um, next week I think we're gonna do running back and tight ends. Yeah. Um, and see what we've got for that. Maybe not much on offensive line because we don't really know what's going on there. So <laughs> <laughs> we'll leave that. We'll leave that for the experts. But thanks again for joining me and everyone. Please tune in next week for our RBs and tight end chat. <laughs>